0: We're big in the bot community. Is that an admission that you have sex with robots?
1: Uh huh
2: Is human flesh vegan? Asking for a friend. I don't know, but it's...
0: Doesn't
3: everyone do that? No. He was talking about your lip. No. I can degrade
1: you.
4: That didn't happen. You don't know what a ho-ho is? We gotta talk. You're just gonna have to trust me? I don't trust you.
1: No, 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 no.
2: Yes. I'm just pretending that didn't happen.
3: Nobody will remember that totally unremarkable let's go season four
2: hello and welcome thanks for joining us under the library this is our actual play call of cthulhu show and this will be episode one of our fourth season If you like what we do here and would care to support it please check out underthelibrary.com support there you'll find direct links to our first module called the snake's oil and to our patreon both of those things go a long way in support of what we do here again that is underthelibrary.com support and if you are a tabletop role-playing gamer or gm looking to elevate your tabletop gaming experience You should definitely check out our other podcast. It is called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. With that done, let's start a show. My name's Arthur and I will be playing Buddy. We will be without our friend Chris for a while. He's fine and he is still very much involved in the behind the scenes portion of the show, but you will not be hearing his voice for at least a little bit. We do have Wayne back as Sister B. Emily is playing Colette, Rick is Sam, and Scott is Eddie. As always, our keeper and the person who creates the sandbox that we play in is Michael. Michael, show's all yours.
4: Hey, thanks for joining us under the library. We are a tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. As such, we feature themes of gore and tonight possibly dismemberment and other things associated with the horror genre. As such, if there's a non-zero chance that there's a placenta in the to-go container in your refrigerator, you're probably in the right place tonight. And with that, I will turn it over to Emily, who will bring us into season four.
3: At the end of last season, Buddy and Eddie find a woman in the closet on the second floor of Richard's house. She initially freaks out at the sight of Buddy's uniform, and they discover that she has a very difficult history with the facility. I won't give away the good stuff. We'll probably get to it later. And Sam is there as well. Sam and the woman didn't entirely hit it off. Sister B shows up as well, mentions she's Richard's sister to everyone's surprise and that she believes he's alive. And Eddie starts to cough, tastes a weird metallic flavor. Uh, Buddy shares the atlas. We all got together. New characters met. Thought maybe we might find some answers in Bloodstone.
4: All right. So we're zooming ahead about three weeks. And at this point, uh, Eddie and Colette. Eddie, you're taking up residence in some apartments outside the city that the that they've put you in? Yeah, is it's, it's
0: like just a, a little cheap kind of hotel, typical FBI okay. accommodations. And, they just find the cheapest place they can put us up.
4: Okay. And safety safe to assume and somebody
0: you, is with you? Either way, or if you've got to stay at the base and then we still just meet up for the investigation. I think it just depends.
2: Yeah, I, I the way I had envisioned it, uh, we would be together. Uh, sure. That I, I would be continuing to help, um, and more on that later. Yeah,
4: yeah that's and, great. And you've you've kept Colette kind of under the auspices of protection or yeah, being yeah. maybe having some. I'm inside thinking she's knowledge. an asset.
0: Yep, she's an asset. Okay. She's. I'm going to keep her her sort of safe, and she's helping with the investigation. And I know some bad stuff happened, so I want to see if I can help get her justice.
5: Okay, so and Eddie. Sam. Sam, what you've name had be- oh.
3: did you sign me into the hotel under?
0: Oh,
5: Wait, don't
4: do I get actually? Do I do get actually picked up? No, no, absolutely not, Sam. But you're he would home. have.
2: It, it, yeah, it would have had to have been an assumed name.
4: Emily, how long would you like Colette to live through this <laughs> through this season? <sighs> With
3: the threats already. Bad?
4: Yeah. All right, Sam, you're back home trying to restore things on the uh, on the family front. Yep. And Sister B, you're working in town at a soup kitchen. Is that correct? And awaiting the results from the tests that you sent off or the blood samples that you sent off at the end of last season. Expedited mail, of course. Or so expedited it only takes
2: 10 days then?
4: Yeah, I think so. Somewhere around there. <laughs> All right. So why don't we start with why don't we start with Sister B? That seems kind of the low stakes thing. Um, and I, I think we can we can probably just jump right into you returning to the pharmacy that you dropped them
5: off at.
6: Oh, that would be good. Going to the pharmacy. So Sister B will go down street with her just like always with suitcase in hand, just in case she likes to bring suitcase with her. If something she doesn't know with blood samples, you know, will come to him, perhaps she will be leaving soon. So she will bring suitcase. Um, Is Pappy still around? Or is he gone?
4: uh, Pappy Pappy has disappeared at the moment.
6: Okay, so she'd be concerned about Pappy. Because Pappy, he spent most of his time around her in the few days, and she grew accustomed to him, and so, and he disappeared. So she's also uh, very curious and uh, keeps her eye out to see about uh, Pappy if there's any signs of him. That's very important to her.
4: Make an intelligence roll.
6: Okay. let Because me
4: Pappy, the- I mean, Pappy is, he's riding the rails. He's no stranger Ooh. to kind of wandering off.
6: That would be a 15, which is
4: a... So you're really yeah, concerned then... That <clears throat> Pappy's gone missing with those books because you were there when those books when yep. he cleared them off the table. Those most uh, important books, yes. Yeah, and that was and,
6: uh, that that also that book that Joe had, and that book ended up. Where did that book end up? The sketchbook.
4: That and didn't, yeah, that ended up with Pappy. Is there's there's two books. Okay. Uh, the the one well. Uh, let me clarify. you're only aware of I guess at this point the one book, and that would be Joe's book that was on the table that sketchbook that uh called to you and remember he put in his bag and took a away uh
6: wait, there was that other book too
2: the atlas not just the sketchbook there's the atlas that buddy has there's actually yeah. three but, books, right?
4: Yes, the, but the yeah. third one y'all don't know of, right, um, right third that's, book. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's not character knowledge. Yeah, there was
2: so, At- mm-hmm. Atlas,
6: there was sketchbook and then there was a other other book that drew people in and did strange things to Joe. That
4: that's was... the one. That's the one. That's one. the sketchbook. Oh. In addition. Oh, okay. So. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, that's Joe's journal. Yeah. I really confused things by also giving Joe a sketchbook, but it's yeah. Joe's journal that did That the does magic all the strange.
6: Things. Oh, okay.
4: Uh, Thank yep. you. And that's the one at the ice cream shop that was on the yes. table that called to you, Yes. And but uh, instead, Pappy took it away. Okay. So, so, so
6: is uh, so that would be questioned? then. his sister B does some of her uh, pullings and yearnings towards that book dissipated. That Pappy has the book and has gone away. It's out of her vicinity. Yes. Okay. So she's had better dreams. All right. Yeah. So that's good. So she's more settled, and so she has suitcase. goes down the street, always keeping eyes out night on a, on the on a on a nice night, uh, morning and walking down the street towards a pharmacy uh, we'll head inside and go to counter and uh, to uh, per- perhaps it is the same young man that was uh, serving uh, previously
4: sure and he's uh, he's a little <clears throat> shaky in the hand and has some uh, pair of glasses and as you walk in he he puts his glasses down on his nose he kind of squints at you puts them back on his head and he says oh Um, I, I, I I remember you. I, I, you, you, you dropped off, that sample came back.
6: Oh, this is very good. Yes, I put, uh, I put a little bit of uh, extra grease to make it come faster. Thank you so much. That is good. And, uh, so, uh, you have sample. Oh,
5: well,
4: well, I mean, the sample didn't come back, but these notes did.
6: Oh, well, the sample, yes, perhaps. Oh, that is interesting. That is okay. That sample did not come back, I suppose. But uh, let's uh, see the notes. Can uh, d- Have you opened the notes and read notes, or are they uh, private?
4: Uh, make a psych roll on that. See how Sister B interprets what he's oh, about to say.
6: That would be another 15, which is, in her psychology world, two points off from the extreme success.
4: Whoa. All right. So. He's he's lying to you, Sister B, as he says, oh, uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I, I wouldn't look at anything. That's confidential material that you sent off. And I'm I'm returning it to you as confidential material.
6: Oh, that is fine. So uh, is there a, is is there a quiet place in the pharmacy that we can both go sit down and look at information? I, I'd love to see it with you and you can maybe explain thing to me.
5: Oh, oh, uh,
4: well, well, certainly, certainly.
6: Oh, thank you. It, but it would be worth your while to do so.
4: And so uh, you'll head off to uh, a section of the pharmacy, maybe a, a table, and like the. there's probably a soda fountain in there, too, like a old-school kind of ice cream soda jar. No, that's down the street, so that wouldn't make sense. We'll just call. There's a table inside the pharmacy. How's that? And mm-hmm. uh, you'll... You'll head over to a table with him and we'll cut over to Colette and Colette, you've uh, been back to the Straits a couple of times uh, since you've been in the hotel, just because you met a few people there uh, while you were trying to figure out where to be. And this most recent time that you headed back, who were you visiting?
3: I was visiting this widow who let me hide in her basement for a while. It had a street entrance so I could get in and out or a a outside entrance.
4: And the most recent time when you were visiting her, um, Mm -hmm. which we'll we'll just say it was today, uh, was really disturbing. She was all sorts of shaken up, uh, literally and figuratively, to the point where even when she was serving you your tea, uh her hands just chattered along, and she was cutting her eyes and um, maybe let's jump into that moment. How does that sound and
5: uh, uh oh Colette, it's uh it's, it's so good
4: to see you today.
3: It's good to see you too, but what's is something wrong? today uh,
5: um um did, 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 did you hear about what happened next next door
3: well no i've been across town for the past few weeks what happened the
5: the the the, the whole family they were they were murdered 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 they
3: didn't disappear they were murdered
5: Murdered in the, uh, the, the 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 word around here is that it was awful. I mean, awful.
3: How were they murdered?
5: Uh, uh, she
4: she makes the sign of the cross and and she mumbles under. She's she's mumbling some prayers under her breath and. I uh, uh, you know me. I I don't. I don't speak about things I hadn't seen. I, I'm not one to spread
5: rumor, but glad it makes me nervous. It, may, it makes me so nervous to to be here by myself. I, it's such a nice family. I don't I don't know how something like that could happen to them. And I just I mean, you turned out to be a nice person, and I let you in, and I I took care of you. But that could have just as easily been me. I mean, I could have let somebody in the, who would have been the wrong person, and they, they'd have been in my house, and.
3: Can you oh, go stay with your goodness. daughter for a while? Uh,
5: I, I think that that's... I, th- I, think that's a, I think that's a good idea, Collette. I, I think that's a good idea. I
3: think it is, too. But you should really tell me what happened next door.
5: But I I don't think I want to know. Some people,
4: they started to tell me, and 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 she makes the sign of the cross again and she mumbles a couple of prayers and and she says
5: that family they were just they were just so nice and i used to watch their kids play in the street and and, and kick the can and it's so quiet it's so quiet right now
3: when did this happen
5: uh, well i mean two two days ago the child was out in the street playing and yesterday
4: they they weren't and then Lucinda next on the other side i heard her scream and and it it wasn't no scream that that it wasn't it wasn't a scream that i knew something was wrong i knew something was was real wrong and the police they came and then and then
3: I'm surprised they would even come here I'm surprised they would care
4: they didn't they didn't say long they just tagged the building and I Lucinda she was over here in tears yesterday and she just said that they said they'd send the coroners over in a few days
3: so you're saying the bodies are still there?
4: Well, you know that, honey. They don't move nothing out of here fast.
3: You need to go stay with your daughter. You shouldn't be here alone.
4: Yeah. We'll um and we'll cut from that scene over to um Sam. And Sam, you've been about home. You've been home for about three weeks. Yeah. Uh, things have smoothed over a bit, right? Uh, Certainly when when you got back home, it was rough, but, um, let's, is it fair to say that you've tried pretty hard to at least, uh, make things appear as though, um, you're, you're putting in your solid effort at the home front and kind of giving up your extra investigations.
1: Well, I take a bit of offense to that keeper as it's not just appears to be putting in effort. Rachel is the apple to my eye and Amos is the cherry on top of this wonderful life I've gotten. I just uh, wouldn't want to lose him. Uh who's the apple of your eye? Right, Ra- Rachel. Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that the reason you're in trouble with cheryl's
0: because of rachel <laughs> oh my God. Oh
3: my God. you planned that, that you perfect. must have planned that <laughs> did you plan that
4: i think he was i think he was just hoping that i would have forgotten her name by now <laughs> but i knew it wasn't oh, i knew it wasn't a hard c sound i knew it was a soft C secret sound. secret so. to a
2: happy marriage remember your wife's name
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's big I, it's on all the websites these days yep yep yeah remembering top, top your 10 things name. to to do to, to not have your life wife leave you number one remember <laughs> her name yeah, they didn't have those websites in the '40s. That's true. All right. That's,
6: what does it seems, rhyme with, honey? That's <laughs> <in>. <laughs> it that rhymes. With, it rhymes with peril.
4: <laughs> nice. oh, that's perfect. All right, so let's get back to the apple of your eye, Cheryl. <laughs> And your child Amos uh things on the ranch are going pretty well when uh one night you, you know, say you you just get a bit tipsy before bed mm-hmm. and uh you head to bed early and um you start having a pretty vivid war dream. Don't oh, know. Um, oh.
1: Am I back at the uh, the Battle of Bellawood?
4: Sure. <laughs> my, my World War One history would be uh, not so your Keeper's World War One history, but sure, you could be back at the Battle of Bellawood.
1: Yeah, off of the uh, Mane River. And uh it'd be me in the uh, first uh, first division there with uh, uh my, my whole battalion and uh, uh, the Germans are, are trying to make a push here and uh, overrunning the French and uh well, we came here to help
4: okay and uh so this this in fact make a little sand roll for me because you know why not?
1: All right,
4: all right, it, it wouldn't be a call of Cthulhu night if we didn't make Sam roll for something. Uh, twenty, twenty.
1: Good, good, and Fine. good and sane as he ever was with,
4: Cheryl. So you're protected by the, <laughs> by the confines <laughs> of your sleep,
5: and um,
4: it's it's incredibly vivid, and you're right back in that trench, and uh, you're you're embedded. And then what's a what's about what's the big Event in this battle.
1: Uh, well, there they. They came and they. Uh, we launched an attack uh, as they were preparing their own strike. The attack on Hill One Four Two, and uh, uh, the, the 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 friends were saying we got to retreat, and uh, I said retreat. Hell, we just got here, and uh, we, we went to charge on in. All
4: right, and uh, one of your one of your good uh trench buddies is um going to be ira newsome uh oh, and yeah. tell me a little bit about ira uh
1: I, ira i was a, a country boy just like myself he comes a little bit more from the midwest up in the dakotas uh his family were uh a uh, long line of uh, miners that made their way out there uh a uh, while prior. And uh well, he just uh has nothing to do out there. And uh, he heard the calling of uh his patriotic duty. Uh, we met in a boot camp and uh well became thick as thieves.
4: And so um you got to know a lot about each other and Ira would have been uh from uh as you said, um from probably in in this Bloodstone area that we're talking about, roughly like that area of the Dakotas, and so you would know that. And it, in addition, as you as this offensive launched in real life, and as you're reliving in your dream, um, you surged forward and um, it was a hail of mortars, right, just going off everywhere and um uh I'm looking at Wayne, did I say something wrong? Did I miss a historical
5: <laughs> okay. no no, you're
1: quite right we we uh, <clears throat> were commanded by major uh, Turrell, and uh, we were advancing in waves with bayonets fixed uh, across an open wheat field and uh then we were swept with uh German machine gun artillery fire and uh it well well i uh, went 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 poor.
4: And a a mortar goes off to the left of Ira and Ira flies up and lands on top of you. And actually, you, you know, in real life that later on that it was basically the, the, uh, explosion and shrapnel that Ira took saved your life, but it costs him his. And so in this dream, you're laying there on the battlefield and, uh, Ira's, Ira's bleeding out, um, uh, basically from below. You can't, you, you can feel it, uh, soaking into your clothes and, and he's babbling to you, uh, from above. And, and he says to you, uh, he says,
5: oh, t- fucking government, God damn it. I knew they'd. Take me one way or another on this field.
1: Oh. And pretty present my ears are ringing a bit as it sort of comes to, and I say, mm-hmm. Alright, what? what are you talking about? You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. We're gonna get you out of here. A medic! Medic.
4: And and he he grabs you as you're as you're kind of calling for the medic, and and he's he's quite a bit lighter than he should be as you're um as you're kind of rolling him off of you. And, and he, he's, 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 he's starting to kind of spin out in terms of what he said. He said, "He
5: put his, those goddamn minds for all those years. And I remember that shit that my dad would come up with and his fucking mind went and, oh, yeah. There's something wrong all that time. I, I, I joined the army to leave that behind and, and here I am and I'm fucking dying in this damn wheat field for what?
1: i right, 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 keep on with your exposition, but I'm gonna slap your face a couple more times to try to wake <laughs> you out of this. And uh, it... <laughs> it says, uh stop Ira! Get get your head. We're here we're here at the battle. Monet on, on Bella Wood, which is an ironic twist given later life events. But we're gonna run back right now, and I need you just to uh, uh, focus, focus, and maybe tell me a bit more of what happened, but in a in a in a in a in a in a, in a metaphorical sense.
5: He says, hey, "There's shit there you don't ever want to see, Sam." Oh, I I saw, I saw all the purple light, I, oh. Forgot the oh caves and the children, and my grandfather never wanted to be there. It was, it was bad there. Those mines, there's something.
4: And he and he dies.
5: <laughs> oh no, Ara,
1: Ara! You were just about to reveal precious plot point. Wake up! <laughs> You're never gonna make it back to Dolores, Ara. And I just, it would probably fade with me slapping him and, and, and over over my shoulders. I'm trying to uh, stumble my way back through fire, uh, presumably to be extra bullets that his body would be shielding you from. Uh, but I wouldn't sure. know about that. Yeah. Um,
4: and 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 you you wake up to Cheryl, not Rachel, uh, slapping you in the face and telling you to wake up. You're, you're having that dream
5: again. You're having that dream again. Well, Saying, sure. What is it?
1: Ira, get off it, Ira, it's gonna be alright.
5: Cheryl! Oh, oh, damn. Uh, all right.
4: we'll, we'll cut over to Sister B in the final. Can pharmacy I just then. ask
1: a quick
3: question? What is Ira's last name? Newsom. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Is he related to Jimmy?
6: You have a double Newsoms.
2: I, I think that's the point. <laughs> oh
3: fuck. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just thought
5: I don't know. Said the oh, wrong I'll name by accident. I wanted my to notes let. to be right.
0: Wait, so it's not Jimmy Jim Jimovich? Oh
4: man! <laughs> All right. Sorry. Let's head over to Sister B in the pharmacy. Hey,
6: just want to. Make, I just thought of something. Uh, a little bit earlier, uh, Eddie. Did you know that your boss in the FBI? I don't know if it makes a difference. Is J. Edgar Hoover?
2: And not in so this that, universe.
6: So yeah, J. Edgar Hoover would be your, would be your, who was a bizarre person. He, so he would be your up boss. So that might influence some of the things that happened because of his influence.
0: Now, in this universe, is it Hoover? It or is. is it? It's
6: Hoover. Yeah,
4: I think, we, I think we should go with that. Yeah, it's J. Edgar Hoover.
0: It. Yeah, it would make it very bizarre. Yeah. Perfect. I'm, I don't care right. who I report to. It doesn't matter to me as long as I get Jimmy back.
4: All right, so sister Sister so, B will put you back in the pharmacy.
0: Yep, Sister
6: B wants to go over the table and very casually as they go over and uh, does does he have the paperwork?
4: Yeah, 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 he does.
6: Okay, and it's as uh, Sister B goes over, she's casually talking to him. And says, "Oh, it has been such a beautiful morning," and puts him putting him at ease, and says, "Oh, now I'm very much looking forward to seeing uh, the information that is in here." and What was the information that you saw in here that was important?
5: Uh,
4: Let's see how well you trip him up here. And then let's see if there's a and he says, I I don't know what you're talking about, sister. I, I, I I didn't, I didn't read anything. Uh, Your report.
6: Could she try try a persuasion? Sure and she says and she says, no, you need to tell me if you looked at it uh, i am just kind of curious it would be ter would not be terrible
4: okay
6: and she rolled a uh, she
4: just made it okay and uh he casts his eyes down he kind of looks at the floor and looks back up at you and says
5: uh well maybe maybe I
4: looked just just for a second." I was just kind of curious.
6: And then she looks at him right in the eye and says, oh, son, look at me for a second. You should never lie to a nun. Say that again. You should never lie to a nun. Tell me that.
4: Hmm. Um, um, You should never lie to a nun.
6: That is the right. So sit down with me and we will look at information. And also tell me, uh, are there any people you are working for besides the pharmacy? You need to tell me that directly right now.
5: Oh no, no, no,
4: no, ma'am. I, I, I just got my, I just got my degree. I'm, I've just been, I mean, I, I just started at the pharmacy, you know, in the last three or four months. Does
6: he see? And he's
4: really, he's really young, Sister B. So, uh, you'd be, I, that would, I mean, you can roll on it, but that should line up pretty, pretty closely.
6: That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, she'll go with it. Uh. Um. That's, it is fine, young man. Sit down. We'll look at the information together. I wanted to get your opinion anyway, but don't snoop into people's uh, private items.
5: Um,
4: I'm, 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 I'm sorry, sister.
6: So Sister B sits down with her suitcase next to her, and he says, Okay, let's open the paper. Did you uh, did you notice any uh, curious anomalies in it?
4: Well, well, it was, it was pretty exciting. Here on page one... I I, I thought that, well, you didn't do a very good job taking your sample, sister.
6: Oh, that it was at a very uh, strange place with many things going on there. And I was hoping it wasn't contaminated. Is that the problem?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, it says right there on the page, it says it, that the sample was probably contaminated because it, it had too much residue from external sources.
6: Ah, uh, hmm. What else it's- do we have in there?
4: Well, it says that the contaminant was some sort of like mold or mildew that that was growing like probably like you scraped it off a, you know, some some kind of surface that probably had something growing on it.
6: Oh, perhaps the substance that it was a secondary substance that I had given you. Perhaps that was uh, the one that has the mold or mildew.
5: Um.
4: Well, they let's see. And then the other one was uh they they said it looks like yeah that would be this one because the other one they they said is brain tissue but uh oh uh, it was very they, they note here that uh the the brain matter is pretty spongy that it didn't didn't quite look like uh normal brain matter like it had probably decayed or it had it had taken a while or it had, it was old maybe
6: so, this brain matter, it was the only strange thing about it was that it was old, but nothing, no other curiosities about it.
5: Well, I
4: mean, it, they said that it, it almost, like, uh, almost looked chewed through, kind of like a syphilitic brain would, but that it didn't have, there was no sign of syphilis.
6: Ah, that is very important. Um, But the blood sample, nothing be determined from it
4: and and he flips the page and he says oh and right here it says that that sample was probably contaminated too because it had the same kind of moldy mildew stuff that was in your other sample
6: okay ah ah this is very important uh you are a a a man of science and have taken things so these uh
4: yeah i've got my degree
6: and I, that, where where did you get your degree from, young man?
4: I got it at the University of New Mexico.
6: Oh, not too far away from here. So these, this mildew, this substance that was all over everything, that could have emanated uh, from in the room and gotten on there, but perhaps it emanated from somewhere else and was always, always there. Is that the possibility? Perhaps the person who had it harboring inside of them. Have you ever heard I mean of
4: anything? I don't know the report says that it's not anything that would commonly be found inside the body
6: ah so it's an external thing commonly but what about uncommonly
4: um and and he reads for a few minutes and uh, he said he said well um I I used a little bit I I used a little bit of your funds to make sure that um, if there was anything strange, because, well, you did pay me kind of well, sister. That's mm-hmm. what made it all oh, fishy. That's why I was so curious what was inside. It does say that um, they weren't able to identify what kind of fungus it was, that it was a strange kind of fungal matter.
6: So this fungal matter, is this something that you could look into further? Um, Is this the type of matter, too, if, if you know funguses that could, oh, let's – Say reproduce at a very very high rate and cause perhaps uh, pressures if it was inside something.
4: Oh, I know more about medicine, sister. I'm 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 not
5: like, I'm not a biologist.
6: Oh, but back at your university, I'm sure you have some friends.
5: And
4: he says, yeah, yeah, I, I could, I could probably do that for you. Do you have any more of the sample?
6: I was gonna say I I could get more sample. I will uh, head out if you have a, a small vial I could use. I will get more sample of this uh, fungiform form and bring it to you. And perhaps one of your professors you have connection with could look at it in lab in in your big American university.
4: And so he swap he he swaps you a he he's you can tell like the the lights are kind of going off for him. Like he's pretty excited about whatever this is. And he immediately goes back, and he gets you four vials, not just one. And he says, yeah, give get me whatever you can. This is exciting.
6: I will find uh, the uh, different substances within the uh, premises, if I could do that. And I will bring them back to you uh, perhaps later today or tomorrow. I will do it uh, post-haste, as fast as possible. And uh, what is your name anyway? I don't know his name.
4: Oh, um, I'm sorry. My name's Ethan. What's yours?
6: Ethan. Oh, I'm I'm Sister Pushkin, but you you can call me Sister B.
4: Wow. All right, Sister B, can can I ask what this is for?
6: Oh, this is to find out things about uh oh some strange situations you know, that happened with this for in inside of house, and it is all over the place, and sometimes you don't want you know molds inside of a house, and some people got sick, and I want to make sure they can get healthy from it and we can clean it out and it we don't want it to be dangerous, and other people get to get exposed to it.
4: Well hang on, I lost my <laughs> dice, oh yeah. And he looks right back at you, and he goes, Hey, Sister B. Yes? You know how I'm not supposed to lie to a nun?
6: That is correct.
4: I don't think nuns are supposed to lie, either.
6: Oh, I am not lying. This is a a thing that could be very dangerous, or could be nothing at all. I don't know yet. If you find out that this is something that is uh, very special and uncommon, and perhaps some elements in it, uh, that it, it shouldn't have. This could lead us to some other uh, discovery of something curious going on. Did you ever notice some things in this town that sometimes are not quite right or are curious?
4: Oh, absolutely, all the time. This town's weird.
6: So, so some of this weirdness could be part of this uh, this curious fungiform.
4: But, but Sister B, this is a human brain. It says right here in the report. Most people don't just bring human brains in.
6: That is correct. Sometimes things happen uh, to people that you love and you want to know what happened to them.
4: And so he he accepts that as an answer. Mm -hmm. All right. Let us, on that note, we'll cut to a break.
2: Perfect. Sounds good. Everybody take five, ten minutes and
4: we'll see you in a few. We are back from break. Michael, back to you. All right, so let's start off with Buddy and Eddie, and tell me how the last three weeks have been for y'all. I think that um,
2: you know, with Eddie's declining health, uh, that Buddy would be taking a more proactive role, um, both in the uh, sort of relationship and investigations, where he's he's always been super timid. Um, now that that Eddie's you know, becoming just slightly frail, he's he's trying to take up that slack and and trying to become a, a stronger partner for uh, for Eddie.
0: All right. really good question. So, at the end of the, I guess the three weeks ago, my head points were down to seven. Would they actually still be that low because my health is declining?
4: Yes, in fact, give me a luck roll. I oh, that doesn't points. sound good. You're the worst human being in the world. (laughs) I hear that so many times a day. You'd be surprised. Or maybe Uh, you wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I got it.
4: You got it? All right. Then you're only at six health points. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: means they don't go down.
2: All right. So I have a question for you, Michael. Um, Would we have heard about this um, mass killing we're going to
4: get there in just a second. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So I just uh, wanted to give you all a chance to, if you wanted like any exposition or kind of any scene setting from the last few weeks to set that up, just give you a chance to do that. Sure. So in,
0: I think, you know, Eddie is doing a couple things. He's, um, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with his health. And he's, he's trying to figure out why he's not eating the way he's sort of like, He would if if he had a choice between FBI and professional leader and professional leader would have worked out, that's where he would have gone instead. So for him, this is heartbreaking that he just doesn't love food the way he used to. Uh, At the same time, he's you know, he wants to keep the investigation going. He's trying to get clearance from, you know, from from sort of the home office to be able to go move the investigation over to Bloodstone. And in particular, one of the angles that he's looking for is to see if Jimmy, um, you know, my old partner, I'm starting to get a sense that maybe he has something to do with disappearing to Bloodstone. And I want to I've been digging into that and I'm looking to see if if, you know, there's more than one reason to go there. And then I'll use that as sort of the reason why I think the investigation needs to move.
4: Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to cut back to Colette for a moment. And when we left Colette, uh, she was uh, she was finishing up her conversation. I don't know. Maybe she wasn't. She was talking to the widow. Maybe I should leave it there.
3: I, I think finishing up the conversation is appropriate. Okay. I strongly think that she should leave. And I'm really curious about what happened next door.
4: Okay. And now that you go next door, uh there's some large boards nailed up over the door that just say keep out mm-hmm. and uh a piece of piece of paper on there it says, you know, order of police, uh no entry on this property, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't give any specifics about what's inside, but definitely telling people to stay off the property.
3: Yeah, well uh I- Colette would get out of sight pretty quickly, perhaps move behind the house, uh-huh. um, trying to see inside if possible if there are yes. any windows
4: and And the thing about the the streets uh, given how quickly the whole city went up to support the base, uh, there uh,
3: kind of like shantytown like
5: it,
4: yeah, it's not right. It's not so much that it's old, it's just poorly constructed. Right. These were these were kind of the the houses that were built for the support staff of the city and, and the the jobs not on the base, but just to kind of keep the city running that they expected. Um, so it, you're not like moving around an old house, just one that doesn't feel so sturdy.
3: Mm hmm. So are there any places
4: I can see inside? Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I missed that part in my description. Uh, As you, yes, you could certainly peek in the doors. Like there's windows around the sides of the house. Um, Not a ton, right? They didn't invest a lot or put a lot of money into kind of windows and things. But there's one on the side of the house. There's a window in the Mm -hmm. front door. Just a small one, you know, in the upper part. There's no like full glass door. And then right. there's a back door on the house and that too has a window in it that you could is that uh, back door also window.
3: covered with is it locked is it covered with wood signs keep out just like yeah the door? It, it would
4: it would be well let me see they may not care so much yeah they, they nailed that door up as well okay um I mean, it's
3: well, pretty much
2: made of paper. You could just walk through a wall. There what you go. With that too.
3: Do I see when I look through some of these windows? As I'm walking around the house, I would probably be able to peek into a few different rooms.
4: Sure. Make a, make a spot hidden.
3: All right. That's got to be good. That's a 33, which is, oh, just a regular success.
4: Okay. There's no lights on in the house, but as you're peeking around there's dark stains everywhere so through the back door you're able to see into the kitchen and the, the cabinets themselves are dark but you can see dark stains all over the cabinets in the kitchen it looks like puddles of dark stains on the floor uh from what you can tell you can't see any bodies um but certainly things that seem off like pots and pans on the floor, uh, furniture that's knocked over as you peek back towards the front of the house. Um, it certainly looks like there was a disturbance and things that as you, you know, just make your stomach kind of squirm. And given what uh, Nora next door said, uh, makes you feel pretty uneasy about whatever it looks like in the house especially with the signage and the paper
3: yeah uh one more question i said before that i hid in nora's basement but would a house in the straits actually have a basement they probably weren't really excavated so much as just thrown together right
4: that's probably fair yep
3: okay so her back room and there's no cellar door or anything around the back of this house
4: yeah no yeah you're right you're absolutely right on that
1: Okay.
3: And is there a yard? What sort of space am I, am I like in an alley?
4: So you're in a New Mexico yard, which is to say, right. Uh, pretty Sandy. No, like there's no grass. Uh, there's no fence. Uh, it's, um, you know, just kind of the back lot and nothing that's kempt in this area. So, you know, maybe some old toys in the backyard that are, uh, uh, pretty uh, sun, sun bleached and maybe like a tarp flapping here or there that's used to secure you know the sound of a tarp flapping but all the backyards are kind of open and they just they really the straits either houses border houses or they just kind of border the open desert.
3: Okay so last question then I'm not quite ready to make the leap to break into the house in broad daylight. But okay. just looking around this yard, do I see anything that looks that I wouldn't expect to see there? I know that's a very broad question, but I don't want to sure. ask everything that I see just because it would take quite a while.
4: Yeah, but make a I'm... make a spot hidden. Okay.
3: That is a hard success.
4: A hard success. And something that you wouldn't expect to see
3: you know i would expect broken toys or detritus from projects or junk let
4: me reach into my imagination here and see if i can yeah on the on the ground is you're kind of like Walking around and looking around is um, is a piece of jewelry and it looks kind of unusually expensive to be on the ground uh, it's a ring and it's got a, a looks to appear like a, a ruby in the middle and then some diamonds in a circle around it
3: I will pick that up and slide it in my pocket Okay, and then i would like to head back to the hotel the cd hotel and look for buddy and eddie because i think having some back backup with badges might be helpful at this point in time
4: can and i would like to add something to that ring mm-hmm. uh, it is um uh, it's a very it's not like a thin delicate band it's a very thick uh, gold band so this is a a very heavy ring Uh, I don't want to go so far as to kind of gender the ring but it's definitely a sturdy ring
3: okay got it
4: what time of day is it Colette, you tell me.
3: It's probably probably late afternoon by now. Okay.
4: That afternoon tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So I would head back then.
4: Okay. And then maybe then we can cut to Buddy and Eddie as uh, you see Colette returning to the hotel. And I'll turn the scene over to y'all.
2: Okay.
0: I'm going to lean over and say, "Buddy, don't forget her name is Lulu Minkton." Don't, it's the most important detail of this whole thing. We got to use the right name here.
2: I, yeah, I, I, re- I remember, sir. We we we've, we've been over this a lot. Lulu. Yeah, well, I guess Lulu. I guess I'm forgetting what I forget. I know. Hey, so uh if I make you a piece of toast, you think you could eat it?
0: I don't. I'm not going to eat a piece of fucking toast. Uh
2: what if I what if I put some butter and jelly on it? I'm not. I, I know no, you like raspberry.
0: Buddy, you're my guy, but what am I
3: eight? Knock, knock, <laughs> knock.
2: <laughs> All right, I'll go over and get the door. Oh, hello, Lulu. And I turn and, and give Eddie a look.
3: <laughs> <laughs> good job, good job, buddy. Come on in. Slide. In, I'm gonna slide inside the door and shut the door. And uh, you're both in the room.
2: Both in the room.
0: Okay,
3: yes. That's great. We need to investigate.
2: what well, Our... what's going? On? Oh, really? Where? Wait. Who I got who got murdered?
3: A family in the Straits lived next door to a house I used to stay in.
2: That's horrible.
3: I don't know how many of them there were. I don't know any of the details. The woman I spoke to was very, very understandably disturbed. I told her she should go away for a while. That's a good idea. Bodies are still in the house.
0: Colette, I gotta ask. It's the Straits. Bad stuff happens there. Like, we can't, we can't, it, do you think it's related to what we're doing here? Because we can't get distracted.
3: I have no idea what it's related to, but I will never know if I don't take a look. And I didn't want to be just breaking into a house in broad daylight.
2: Yeah. Uh, how often does mass murder happen in the straits? It's a pretty
0: tough
3: area. It was a area. whole family. Kids, adults. it seems I unusual. I peeked in the window. It looked... I looked like a bloodbath. it was it was horrible. It was horrible
2: so uh Eddie, can you call the office and see if anything was reported?
3: Yeah, well, how
0: long so how how long when did they get murdered? Where are the bodies? Are they down at the morgue?
3: So according to Nora, it was the day before yesterday. And I couldn't see the bodies, but she said they hadn't taken them away yet.
0: Hadn't taken them away? That's horrible. This heat? What, are you kidding me? If there's any I, evidence on them, the they're, they're going to be decomposing. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's the straits, They're not dogs. They're people.
3: Well, Eddie, oh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. This we is gotta what get, I know.
0: Let's get... We're, buddy, we got to get the fuck down there right now. And I'm okay. dragging the police if I find out that there's bodies still there. I, Someone's I agree. Someone's going to
2: answer for this. I agree. Let's go. And, and I'll, I'll go over up. and help. I'll go over and help. I was going to
0: say I'm having a little bit of trouble, sort of getting up, and and you know, it's just I'm not moving the way I normally would. So
2: now, Eddie, I got to ask you this again: Do you want to use the cane?
0: I'm not. You know where I told you to put that cane last time. I
2: I know, and I bet that's very nice of you. But it, no, it, you got to use it at some point. You know, it'll save your energy. I don't know, let me. And, and who knows? Maybe you could get to hit somebody with it. Wouldn't that be nice? I know you'd like that.
0: <laughs> I'll take the cane. I'll be like, I'm taking the fucking cane. Like, okay, good. I'll eat go eat get toast. it for you.
2: I make good toast as I'm walking out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so we'll get in the car, head on over. Um, and at this point, I'm not even driving, really. I'm having Buddy do all the driving.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. And these aren't these aren't big distances so especially if y'all drove uh early evening right mm-hmm. you, you, know, you were mid-afternoon visiting mm-hmm. uh nora is that right mm-hmm. so we'll just call it lady or early evening then um it's still time of year it's there's still plenty of light out you pull up right you see the uh the keep out sign kind of nailed to the front door and the police order and uh, what what I kind of left out, Colette, as as you were at the back of the house, uh, if you had if you had kind of listened closely, you would have heard flies. Mm. Oof.
2: Okay, so, uh, sir Eddie, sir, are we just gonna break open the door?
0: Oh, we're going in there. Yeah, one way or another. I'm gonna use this cane for something.
2: Okay. Um, I would assume we'd we'd have some sort of tools in the car, no? Sure. Yeah. Pry okay. with the
3: cane.
2: I don't want to bust his cane.
3: Lobby! <laughs> 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 so you know, you know like a tire just, iron or uh, something. We could go in the back just to attract a little less attention. Okay. I mean, I know it's the straights, but still people
0: uh, Yeah. No no no. First yeah, I mean first things first. So I'm gonna be like, look. Nine times out of ten. In a scene like this, the door's unlocked. So do me a favor, buddy. Just see if it's unlocked.
2: For All right, I'll go check it. And I'll go up and check the door. No, uh, I you thought
3: check you, they nailed the boards into the door.
4: They no, just, just across the, the door. Like across the, the frame? door frame. Yeah, into the frame. Oh. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's a keeper fail. That's
2: okay. Well, if that's the case, front doors usually open out, right? So
4: Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean,
2: unless, uh, it's, unless there's a <laughs> storm door. If there's a storm door, it would open in. Yeah. Um the, the okay. door itself, so, the storm door would open out and then the regular door. Yeah, would good open
4: point. It. The front door is unlocked, but it, it bumps the wood. Okay. So um
2: all right, well then I'll go back to the car, um, grab a tire iron and
4: okay, let's let's go around the back.
2: Unless there happens to be a crowbar, then I would take
4: that. Uh yeah, I I mean I think that given that that's not an unreasonable thing for the Yeah, I, the I'm gonna say car. look.
0: We're we're bringing the cops in here, so just 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 go in the front door, buddy.
4: Okay,
2: I'll go and pop it. Okay, and give me a strength roll. Ooh, get to roll dice. Get to
4: roll. This is this um, is when Buddy loses an eye.
2: It's a hard success. Also, fuck nice. you.
4: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. very nice. Hey, Scott's so, not the only
2: one that swears <laughs> you,
0: You're rubbing you're off cop, on me. Yeah. You, you pop that Gross. sign right off right
4: yeah you just bink, and uh you know they you're like, oh yeah, it's just a couple of nails in there, and um the um I will say when when you opened the door and it bumped the wood and then you closed it back mm-hmm. that the you caught a whiff
2: okay then i'll I'll so, do the I'll do the you know the shirt up over the over the nose thing, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh so I'll open the door and um are, is there a front stoop like steps to get up to the door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Then I'll I'll help Eddie up the steps. Okay. Um and then go in first. Okay. Um I got a I- flashlight, so uh so flashlight. Yeah, I got my flashlight out.
4: Okay. And even even <clears throat> as the even with your shirt over your nose, man, that smell hits you. Everybody should at least make a con roll as they walk in.
0: Hell, mm, I got a hard success. Okay.
4: You um, made me
2: roll twice. Can you guess what happened the second time?
0: <laughs>
2: 94. Oh, no. 98. Closer. It's 97. Oh, my <laughs> That's all what right. happens when you make me roll twice. Oh. One of them's going to be a critical fail.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right, buddy. Then you're just going to throw up like right down your shirt. You thought you were prepared oh, for this, and, oh. and and you 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 pull uh. a reverse baby. Right, you just like <laughs> throw up all the way down. Comes right out the bottom of your shirt, all down your pants. And um, I think more than anything for Buddy, who's tried to take this like kind of caretaker role over for Eddie, it's really embarrassing
2: for Yeah, him. hell yeah. It's embarrassing for me.
0: <laughs> I come up, and I'm sort of patting you at the back, and I'm like, it's okay, Buddy. Get it out. Was that a little bit of your toast coming up? <laughs> it's going to so, be on your toast
2: later. <laughs> All
0: right.
4: So Buddy's got to step outside and dry heave for a couple of minutes uh while y'all start walking in the house. Okay. Uh, so obviously the first thing Did you fail?
3: I did, but not a critical
4: fail. Yeah, you like how she failed and then like backed off the microphone and pretended to take notes. <laughs> right. Like, like, oh, I barely maybe the failed. keeper won't know I failed, but maybe yeah, he won't I, notice me. I have me to
3: back write here. everything down, you know, about Buddy's fail. It's okay. important.
4: All right and uh, so you you don't throw up, but it hits you too hard, and you actually step outside I mean, between buddy throwing up down himself you you have to step outside, so Eddie, you're kind of left in there alone, yeah, and not for nothing,
0: but when they look at me, what they notice is that I've got like what's it got like you know that stuff, like charcoal oh, or whatever yeah yeah, 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 so I've got a little bit of that like like under my nose, and I'm like amateurs.
4: Little menthol on the upper layer, menthol, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and and so you're laughing at them. Uh, Colette, you'll be kind of helping buddy out. Uh, and Eddie, before Eddie, I can go, you share I'm gonna
0: toss, I was gonna say, I'm gonna toss the menthol out to you guys and be like, when you guys feel better, put that on your nose and come on in.
6: Do you have like a circus peanut wedge under your nose? <laughs> and just two circus <laughs> peanuts in each nostril, <laughs> but say you
4: just break it in half one up. The- <laughs> Uh, to I waste,
0: never a waste a perfectly good circus bean. I would was never oh, waste yeah. a circus bean up that way. <laughs> I can't even joke about
4: it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, immediately, Eddie, as you're shining the light around, you can see the, the furniture that's upturned. So there's a staircase that goes upstairs on the left hand side. There's some broken spindles that go to the banister. No bodies they- immediately visible, no, though. Blood. No- No, but there are, there's dark splatters and the flies are buzzing around the the dried. You would just immediately know it's dried blood on the floor. There's broken furniture in kind of the main living area. And you can, you you go into the back and uh, give me a, give me a investigative, like a spot hidden or something that might go with your detective attributes and... You can uh, you can Columbo this out. Yeah,
0: I got a hard success.
4: <coughs> cool. So, what you immediately notice, and is that a they did nothing but board up this house? The police, um, no cleaning. It, the it bodies
0: doesn't... are gone though. I can see where the bodies were, but the bodies are not there now.
4: No, 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 no. no. There's blood spots on the floor, but there's nowhere that a body would have been. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, What you do look at, there's... uh, Where the couch is, you notice that it's blanketed and pillowed in such a way that it looks like somebody was sleeping on the couch. And when you walk into the kitchen, uh, the drawer that held the knives is on the floor... There's knives falling out across the floor. <clears throat> Not a ton, but, you know, like four or five. And you're pretty much, you're already kind of putting together what you think happened in this situation. Yep.
0: So am I seeing, like, blood splatter? Is it, yeah, you know there, what I mean? Like, there's sort of a directionality to it. Does it look like it's going upstairs?
4: It's more, no, it, it's more, like, dripping. And there's hand smears on the walls, like, Whatever happened didn't have happen down here, but uh, some sort of, you know, blood evidence was left around up here. Okay. All
0: right. And there's an upstairs, and I'm, like, I can see stairs or something to an upstairs. Yeah, yeah the
4: stairs are, like, imagine if you walk in the front door, you're basically standing yeah. in the living area, and there's a set of stairs that okay. goes up there, on the left. Are
0: there handprints, are there bloody handprints or footprints or blood spatter in the stairway as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, so I'm going to call out uh buddy Colette, I'm I'm heading upstairs. Let me know when you guys feel better and come on in. And I say, "And yes, buddy, I'll use my cane." So, I'm going to head on up the stairs. I'll I'll sort of use the cane to prop myself.
4: Okay. Um, and at the top of the stairs even above the menthol. I mean, they've been baking for like a yeah. day and a half in there and Uh, So I
0: I see the bodies.
4: You see. You see. So as you get to the top of the stairs, there's a bathroom just offset a little bit right there. And in the doorway to the bathroom, you see feet uh, bare feet hanging or or kind of pushed out on the floor. And there's blood everywhere in the hallway upstairs uh, all over the walls. As you're just peeking around, you see another pair of feet hanging out of one of the bedrooms. Uh, And then what catches you the most that really just kind of like makes Eddie freeze is uh, there's a body a little further to the right, and it's definitely a child's body.
0: Oh, and these freaking, and I'm just sort of saying, I'm like, these freaking cops can't imagine what they'd be thinking leaving bodies here. Uh so I'm gonna go and I want to examine the bodies and I want to look and do me a favor and keep this as safe for Scott as you can. Yeah. But what I want to see is, you know, it if I can tell were they all killed with a knife, do you know, do I see any gunshot wounds? And I look like I'm looking for what killed them. I've got gloves on, so and I'm gonna be really, really careful as I'm moving them. So I don't want to fully disturb it. Um, I'm also looking to see if I can see evidence of any type of investigation, any, any signs that the police have done any work here.
4: Okay. So we're going to do two things. First, I'm going to give you the basics and then I'm going to have you D headphones so I can describe the scene fully for the rest of the investigators. And then you can put your headphones back on and I'll give you the simple version, but you know, nothing's been disturbed. There's been no investigation whatsoever, right? All the bodies, um, there's they're not moved from their bloodstains. There's no disruption. Nobody's turned anybody over. Nobody's looked at anything. All right, D headphone. I'll okay. give the not safe for Scott description, and then you, I'll tell you to come back. Okay. Okay. So, uh, as he makes it up there in the bedroom, are uh, the the, um, the husband and wife. Um, their throats have been slit and the bed is coated with blood. One of them's dangling off and hanging on the floor. There's the child in the hallway um, who's been stabbed. And then there was another child in their bedroom who was stabbed as well. So the little brother and sister. Um, The part that uh, would probably be the most gruesome for Scott, the pair of feet in the bathroom, uh, the bare feet in the bathroom, When he looks at that body, it has no face. It looks like it was and he would be able to ascertain uh, uh, and through his description that it was in the process of skinning its face off and succeeded mostly in doing so uh, when he removed the face and bled out all across his body while he was removing his face with the knife. Wait. Oh, okay.
2: Hold on, no, not okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, I I have a clarifying question. Yeah, it was self inflicted.
4: Yes. Were all of these self inflicted? No, the other um, and and this is probably this is okay for him to put back on because he'll need to know part of this. Okay. Um, all of the other so so that uh, can come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this process, you've discovered that a husband and wife were were murdered. And their two children, and then there's a man in the bathroom uh on the floor. He's dead as well. The 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 family was murdered. There's defense wounds on their arms. They were trying to prevent being stabbed. Um and so they so, were obviously
0: killed with ni- with a knife.
4: R- right. And they were they were murdered. The man in the bathroom uh is um died by this uh self-inflicted wound that I described, which I'll spare you, Scott.
1: Wow. I have one clarifying question. Sure, you said the man in the bathroom had bare feet. Yes. Uh, which spelling?
0: Oh. Oh. oh, you're such an idiot! As I saw, as I was watching the screen, and I saw the description, I saw Art's face, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm so glad I'm not watching." To this. <laughs> I'm
2: like, oh. Yeah, that last one was bad.
4: Um, so and and you buddy you and colette would find this same scene quickly as you Mm uh as you recovered Uh, what else is he wearing like how is he dressed great question so he's dressed particularly And I think what you would put together, Eddie, with your investigative sense, is that this man on the floor was probably sleeping on that couch at some point. So he was a guest of the house. Hmm. And uh, your question, buddy, is great. He appears to uh, be wearing, which is a little odd because everybody else is dressed for sleep, but this man was dressed like he was sleeping in his street clothes, which aren't particularly nice. they're well worn. That's and a good way to put it. M- maybe okay. you said
0: this, but do we see the knife anywhere?
4: yes the the knife is with the the man okay and he's also uh, carrying a um, he has a satchel uh, across his shoulder that and uh, on his hip. I, I mean, it's not on his hip now, but if you yeah. were like the kind of satchel that uh, the strap would go diagonally across the body and then rest on the hip, um, that's kind of splayed out on the floor away from him. All right,
2: check that out.
4: Okay, and so inside that satchel, uh, you uh, you just do you open it? Tell me what you do. I need it's um, important.
2: I I pick it up and hold the sat each side of the satchel and open it and look inside.
4: Okay. It's covered in dried blood. And so when you open the satchel, uh, like crusty kind of blood flops off the satchel onto the floor. Um, and he, uh, bled enough that there, there was blood inside. There's two books inside of it. And, um, One of them is absolutely soaked in blood. The other is not. Do I recognize either of the books? Uh, Oh, let's see. Uh, Buddy, would you recognize either of the books? One of them, no. You definitely would not. Uh, The other would, if you had seen Joe with it, you would recognize it. Okay. And
2: I'm aware that there... I'm aware of the stories that go along with this book, right?
4: I don't know that you would be.
2: I don't know that I would, I would know Joe's story, but I would know that there is a legendary book that, um, that people have said, people involved in the investigation have said has powers that, you're not supposed to touch it, right?
4: That, or would, would, or go or to would sister- Buddy know that? See, and this is a great question. I, Joe wouldn't have said it. And uh, Pappy wouldn't have said it. Sister B, would you have said it? And the reason I'm not so sure that they would say anything is because that saying that would denote or or be admitting to some sort of kind of mental weakness with this book, right? It's like an addiction almost. Mm-hmm.
6: Yes, yeah, Sister B, um, she only ran into the book uh, towards the end of uh, Joe's uh, being around, and so it was just for a short period of time. So she just thought would have thought of it to be an anomaly and wouldn't have said anything to
2: anyone. Okay. Then I guess um, considering that Buddy has found, you know, he found that atlas... Um, And that there was important shit in that atlas. I'm trying to figure out if he would check it right now. He would definitely check it, but I don't know if that would be right now. Okay. Like, I'm trying to picture being in a bathroom with what you've described.
4: Sure. It's, I mean, and don't forget the overwhelming smell. There's flies all in your face. Uh And
0: if it helps. It, when I see you, sir, bending over, I'm like, hurry up, buddy. We got uh, we got to get those cops on the phone. I'm getting their asses down here right now. This is wrong.
2: All right. I, I, I think we should keep this.
0: Yeah, I'm not leaving the, these, these idiots anything. They don't deserve any evidence from this crime scene. Okay. Would Eddie or buddy
6: recognize the bag?
4: Oh. I don't know.
3: I mean, you said it was so covered in blood that blood flaked off when he mm-hmm. opened mm. it.
2: I don't... One side or both sides?
4: Uh, let's let's do this. I think uh, you both, all three of you, make a sand roll. Sure. Let's solve this the old-fashioned way. Uh,
0: oh god!
3: So as they're rolling, I'll just say I'm sitting here trying to piece together. Oh, hey, who Colette. Knew who? S-
4: Colette,
2: success for me.
4: She's really trying to get out of these things tonight. That sand rolls for you too. Oh. You're in the house.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, success for me, too.
3: Success for me, too.
4: Oh, come on. All three of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the first time we've ever had like right. multiple successes together. Okay.
4: No, yeah. I, that's that's pretty great. Then uh, who who rolled the lowest? What y'all roll and what I got does... a 12. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Twenty three. Okay. Eight. What's Eight. that?
3: Thirty-eight. Oh,
0: I
4: thought you just okay. said eight. So Eddie, I oh. think you're gonna be the one who points it out then. You're just all gonna be more amazed than anything, but you're gonna be like I I I, I think that's Pappy. Whoa.
2: Holy oh. crap.
3: <laughs> I'm just trying to remember when did you guys meet Pappy?
2: We barely at house. Yeah, at the yeah, Richard's he, house. He stayed away from us. All of us, us were us like at Richard's house. I yeah. think the last thing that happened was that he came in, right?
6: Yep. We yeah. we had that brief uh, thing when we finally all came together and we're thinking of going to Bloodstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were oh, was, in the
3: group. Wait. My
4: so, buddy, maybe was there too? Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, at, at Richard's la, house.
6: La, last episode mm-hmm. of season three.
4: Mm-hmm. That's that's where he, remember he found yeah. So maybe that's what you would say then, buddy, to Eddie is be like, is is this is this that guy who was, it? you know, like, I think, you know, y'all have that investigator sense you're going to keep you're going to keep faces in your mind. Mm-hmm. I, I think you would pass off to each other and say, you know, he was that and I'll him? say
0: he was wasn't that the one he didn't he barely wanted to talk to us. He he avoided us as much as he could. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Until the very end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I... He didn't seem of like the expected. kind of guy that was going to be doing this stuff, but who yeah. the hell does?
2: I wouldn't have expected this at all.
0: This is terrible. We got to we gotta find Sister B. She knew him pretty well. She might be able to get us some answers.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah, where is she now? Sister B's working downtown. I don't but, think she'd be... She, she's not being reclusive, so right. she wouldn't be hard yeah, to find. Yeah, so we,
2: we yeah. would know that she's there.
4: All right. Okay. Uh, So... Sister B wow. or Sam, is there anything y'all want to do towards the end of this episode?
6: Um, I just want to tell uh, Ethan because uh, he seems like a good person and he's very intrigued by what's going on. I want him to be careful, so I tell him I tell him where I'm staying, and I said, "Oh." I think you know what uh, Sister B would be. I would be over at the church working in Super Kitchen, and I sleep there, of course, at nights. Uh, If you need anything or any help or anything like that, or you have information, that's where you can find me. But I will also stop in on you, but I will tell you something. Uh, Be very careful. Watch for people watching you. There are many people around town with too many eyes looking at too many things.
4: And Sister B, what do you give Ethan? because you you essentially right you wanted him to run some more tests right
6: mm-hmm. uh does just to have that she could give him um well she does have some money she can give him but uh,
4: it's not about money just yeah. i what do you want him to run like are you giving him oh, another
6: oh. oh another sample yeah oh we, i uh i was going back to the house with the vials that he gave me okay and then I'm going to refill those and bring them back to him because he was very to send them to the uh, university at New Mexico.
4: Okay. And I, this is this is a few weeks later, right? Like after the last time y'all have been at the house. And Richard's house just feels different now, right? It feels vacant and empty. <clears throat> um and and like so much that's happened here. And uh, let's see. Let's make a spot hidden roll to see what you can find to scrape into these last vials.
6: Oh, looks like I'm missed by two points on my spot. Nope. Missed by seven points on my spot hidden. Sorry, I missed that one. Um, How about an intelligence roll to figure out where perhaps if it is a fungiform looking in a dark moist corner or something like that
4: uh sure yeah, yeah you could push that roll
6: uh I rolled even worse 71
4: oh
6: <laughs> she's not coming up with uh, any luck to find any f- fungiforms today
4: okay and so you're going all around the house and I, you're you're not coming up with anything uh you're scraping around, and um, there's a there's a knock at the door.
6: Well, so sister B, uh, will be this room was well. She would have been in the room. Uh, she would not upstairs, downstairs, wherever she might be. She goes down to the uh, the door where she she keeps her suitcase down there in the kitchen, and goes to the. To door and uh, she listens because she listens very good. So if there, she hears any voices talking to each other, to see if it might be multiple people or one person.
4: Yeah, and there's there's a slight conversation, and uh, you hear one guy kind of razzing the other, and he says, "What are you knocking for, man? There's obviously we're sitting here to clean stuff up. There's nobody here. Just go in." And he's like, "I I don't know. I just I felt weird about it. I felt like I should just I should." I don't know, oh, and the, then the, you hear the front door open.
6: Uh, Sister B goes right to the front door, and she will uh she'll grab the the door and pull it open even faster to startle them.
4: Okay, and as you whip the door open, there standing in front of you are uh, two privates um, who are probably there to like finish up some of this government work. Um, and we'll cut over to, uh, Sam.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Sam would be uh. <sighs> Uh, out in the field uh, with uh, Amos in a wagon and Zed pulling them around. And I'd be taking the uh, uh, cows out to pasture and putting one into the, uh, well, the pen that we tend to put out once in a while. Uh, And uh, I guess as I'm running around having a good time, keeping Amos uh, uh, entertained, I'd see a little mound of ants. And the ants are, I said, I noticed one, struggling to pull out a stone out of this anthill and i would probably stop and i would just start to say and then uh, then fixate it and start to maybe a tear would roll down my cheek as i start to think about uh the words of ira um mutter to myself
4: bloodstone all right and on that we will cut away <laughs>
2: That is going to do it for us tonight Until next time You can find us at Underthelibrary.com Don't forget to check out our other show It is called Up Your RPG And can be found wherever you get your podcasts So for me For Michael For Scott For Rick For Wayne For Emily And for the the behind-the-scenes Chris, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.
4: My
1: hemorrhoids! Oh, Oh, okay, sorry. Why are you
2: talking like your dentures are out? (laughs) It did make it somehow worse.
4: His brain works in magical ways.
2: Who who needs a pool table for that? Anyway, we're looking at what? Yep. Whose pants? (laughs) secret to a happy marriage remember your wife's name
1: you said the man in the bathroom had bare feet yes uh which spelling
4: what's cut are y'all cutting out or for everybody or just me